0: Ramble. Hey guys, it's Keith. Sorry I'm missing the podcast this week, but it's because I'm on tour and hey, maybe I'm coming to you. I'm going to Bloomington, Minnesota. I'm going to Columbus, Ohio. Liberty Township, which is outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. Normal, Illinois. Indianapolis, Indiana, and Rosemont, Illinois. So, if you are in any of those places, come see us. We're also doing a meet and greet in Toledo, Ohio. Go to lubrigercomedy.com slash shows for more info. That's it. Enjoy the boys. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Oh, my God. The flimmiest intro of Uh all time. Let me
1: try it. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's the... Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The TriPod. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, it's been a month since I've recorded an episode. That's wild, we, Dad. We we just shot without a recipe all last week. That mm-hmm. was a big ol' week, 12 14-hour days. Yeah. We, and uh, before that I was in Mexico.
2: For yeah. those who want to know what our how our without a recipe what goes into that show. This is our holiday season, so our November December releases that we are shooting now in August. In August, yeah, to give our team enough time because those episodes are beasts. So look out! I mean, yeah. we're doing our biggest season ever coming up. It's uh, five episodes plus a special six episode. You'll hear about oh. sometime in the future. So it's uh, mm-hmm. it's jam packed. But mm. the reason for this episode, what you're about to hear, is because as of listening to this yesterday, you boys are on television. Ah, what? Ah. Oh, wow. <laughs> we, television? Had, we had our first TV show, the No Recipe Road Trip, with the Try Guys premiere on Food Network. And it's going to be Wednesdays on Food Network at 10 o'clock. You can watch it anytime on Discovery+. Plus. And so this episode, we're going to talk to you about how the heck did we do that? How did we make a television show? What goes in to making a television show? What's hard about it? What's fun about it? Uh... The whole kit and caboodle.
1: Yeah. Hey, we're going to r- reveal some nitty gritty, juicy details. It's going to mm. have juicy goss. Um Hopefully we don't uh, break and violate any contracts. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, We're going to be dancing on a, a razor's non-disclosure edge. This whole agreements. <laughs> I feel and, like, uh, if- you know, we're not going to be too pushy about the show. You, you can watch it, right? It's a great show, but we really want to just reveal the secrets.
2: Mm, yeah, I mean, this is a long time in the making. I, I'm definitely curious to see what people think. Um, but why don't we? Why don't we bring people back, mm. back, back in time, back to the beginning? I mean, Miles, this is probably going to be news for you too. You don't really
0: know. I don't know anything <laughs> without a recipe is like a machine that runs itself that I feel like I'm, I'm like, oh, they're shooting it. And which means that, you know, the office is sort of in full production mode for 12 hour days. Yeah, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. to pause this
2: TV story without mm-hmm. a recipe, which is from what our show is based on mm-hmm. very
0: disruptive to your life. Yeah, well, d- well, it is. We got shushed. We always get either. I always know I'm going to be shushed. And that's because you gets, record Because I record podcasts in here <laughs> when mm-hmm. you guys are recording out there. So there's always a shusher and the shusher is always apologetic because they're like, look, I, I know no one <laughs> wants to be shushed, and I don't want to be doing the shushing." And so we get shushed and that's kind of part of it. Yeah. Maybe we should soundproof the door anyway.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, it <laughs> and always. And by <laughs> the way, there's no way that the sound bleed has ever actually made it into it because we're filming for like seven yeah, hours. Yeah. There's no
0: way. <laughs> But I do like that. We shush you. Yeah, you got to shush me. It keeps me keeps me calm. It keeps me calm. calm. (laughs) Yeah, you're working and someone just
1: (laughs) intermittently without (laughs) warning goes shh.
0: Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey guys, I'm going to have to ask you to be a little quieter in here. Yeah. Well, I was an extra in one of the things. Was that the pilot? In uh, No Recipe Road Trip. Yeah, right. The unaired oh, pilot. Oh, That's the right.
2: unaired pilot. I got cut for Which time. Which did then make it on. Okay, so let's go back <laughs> to the late. beginning. And actually, you know, we'll tell you the story, Miles. Please, if you too. have any questions, please jump in. I will. Feel free to stop us. I mean, we have wanted to make a TV show for a long, long time. Mm. As the Try Guys, we love experimenting with different platforms different uh, uh forms of storytelling that's why we wrote a book that's why we went on tour that's why in addition to the formats on our channel we have shows we have different shows it's just mm-hmm. something creatively that really interests us it's kind of a uh, i don't know a, a challenge it keeps our brains nimble yeah. and then in mm-hmm. the early days we were making videos that were two minutes three
1: minutes long five minutes oh my god it's seven minute long video it's so long Uh, We were always uh, interested in pushing content longer and exploring longer form storytelling. Uh, Ironically, now that's kind of the norm. And we do make like TV show length and quality things on our YouTube channel. Um, But there's still a different, a whole different set of like, things that you have to consider when you're making a tv show
2: yeah i mean if you go back back like back 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 when we were at the old fuzz the old buzz (laughs) fuzz (laughs) Mm -hmm. we we didn't think that creating a channel was the path that that wasn't even in our mind we thought that the logical uh uh version of the try guys was to make the try guys the tv show and so we actually we did we pitched it When we were still at the old fuzz, we went out to Hollywood. We went to different networks. We got some interest, but it was then this nexus point of like, okay, we can make a pilot presentation, which is a half of a pilot. There was one network that said, so, okay, a pilot presentation Mm -hmm. is when they order not just a pilot. A pilot is the first episode. They order half a pilot, and they say, can you make the first 15 minutes of your show to prove if we want to then buy a pilot to then prove and then we'll make a pilot and then we'll decide if we want to make a whole lot, show. Of lot of steps, a lot of steps. And
1: you got the old fuzz as a middleman. So uh-huh. there's, you know, they got to take their cut and it's a little more complicated negotiation <laughs> process. Cause they're like, well, you're not just negotiating with four ding dongs. You're negotiating with the, uh, an equivalent powerful media company. Mm.
2: We, but like, we were like at and this Nexus like, point huh? where we were like, uh, we kind of have already made like 60 pilots. I don't know why you need another one. Like we have all these. And then we were at the point of like, well, actually, maybe we can just leave this job and go do this other thing. (laughs) So we did that. Uh, Ironically, one of the pitches that we had was with a big new media company channel platform that we will not name. Uh, And while we were there, there was a fire drill. And so we got locked down. And so at the end of our pitch... We're now trapped in a room with these executives for a long time. And we're and they're like, so you got any other ideas? Ha ha. And so off the cuff, we start, me- we mention this format without a recipe. And we're like, and we're talking about it. They love it. It's so great. And then they go, we go, oh, and we actually, we did one online uh, and it's got incredible numbers. And they, their faces drop and they go, oh, you did one online? That's one too many. I'm like, what are you? talking about <laughs> stupid and their they're feeling this this streamer they felt that they were in competition with us with YouTube and that if people could go watch it somewhere else even if it was one episode that was one too many now they don't have a unique product so in our mind we were like okay I guess without a recipe is can never be a TV show we're just gonna make it online we're gonna make it the best we can we're gonna make it a television quality product And that was like, we totally threw out any dream of that being a show, even though in our minds, it was (coughs) such a show. Yeah.
0: That's such a funny mentality, too. Because like, do you think it's ridiculous? Do you think that like, like with the without a recipe episode one, whatever it was? Yeah. Absolutely quadruple fucking centuple topple performed like realer cake on Netflix. Like, it's just, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like their mentality of just like, well, we're gonna make something with that's never been done. That's sort of maybe a little bit bad, and we're not gonna use the learnings from like a viral media algorithmic you know thing. And well, um, there
1: is something interesting in that where oh hey, if our YouTube show does numbers compared mm-hmm. to cable, how the heck are all these cable shows getting made? And part of it is this interesting thing where. There's all this uh, advertiser selling machinery that television has where there's like the upfronts in New York City where all the advertisers like, Mm -hmm. you know, PNG and whatever come to like a big ballroom and see all the new shows and uh, it's priced at a a high rate compared to online stuff. And there's, I think that is starting to and has been shifting for several years now where Mm You know, YouTube videos are getting priced at higher ad rates and kind of podcasting uses all the radio pricing. Um, but it's like this thing where a cable show that gets 200,000 views can sometimes earn more revenue mm-hmm. than a YouTube video that's getting like 5 million views. Right. Don't quote me on that. Uh-oh. I've already been <laughs> quoted. But like there's probably something similar. that that's That is probably a fair comparison especially since a cable show will sling like six 30 second spots five times yeah, in a right. half an hour uh, and they're all filled
2: so there's that and it just it changes the economics of what you can produce right uh, so it it all goes back to what you can do creatively because at the end of the day TV making, movie making, all of it is a business, and the art yeah. is based in an economic place. All this time, I really thought that that our data and the fact that we could test stuff online is what was going to make our ability to sell a show. We were like, this is a very clear pipeline. We have this very fertile testing ground. We have this audience. We're gonna make incredible formats and then bring them up to you, the gods of Hollywood, <laughs> and show you these incredible shows that we can make. And it turned out to be the opposite, yeah. right? So not and only it even didn't work uh, on YouTube. Like when we made a YouTube Red,
1: YouTube Premium show, Squad Wars. Mm-hmm. Check it out, 2014's eh, greatest don't. hit. <laughs> yeah, um, that it was an interesting thing where YouTube. The, as a like network and executives they were all bought in where it's like okay we 're going to have homegrown creators right like, these are all the analytics this is why it's successful and then when the actual production happens they bring in an outside reality TV company because they want it to look premium and all of the kind of learnings and stuff that company. all of our didn't notes have. on how to edit it and right. and it was this thing where you're you're kind of clashing where the traditional reality TV company is like well we this is all stuff that we've learned for the last Trust me, years. Trust me baby this
2: is how you make television. You know <laughs> and all of
1: us were like well this is what's going to work for our audience mm-hmm. uh, and it's a big kind of it's a it can be a, a power struggle. Oh yeah. A, a clash and a, a learning experience. So it was a learning experience for us. I don't think the show was as good as it could have been. There's, Squad, yeah, Squad oh, Wars. Yeah. Oh for sure. And the you know for fast forward to 10 years later, YouTube has now shuttered that whole division and strategy. Cause I think what they were trying to do was compete with just basically make mm-hmm. like cable shows and then ask people on YouTube to pay
2: $10 for them. And yeah, everyone on YouTube is like, well, but
1: I already just watch it for free and yeah, there's ads, but
2: whatever. It definitely felt like trying to shove a round peg into a square hole at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had our show formats that we were trying to pitch out. I remember when Netflix made nailed it. We were like, no, that was our <laughs> failed cooking show. But mm-hmm. then we watched it and it was different. Nicole Byers is great. But we we brought out our Try Guys show. Didn't work. When we started our new company, again, we still kind of had this idea of the channel to television pipeline. We, mm-hmm. want, we pitched this show called The Try Guide, which was our version of a, a queer eye type approach when that was really hot where we would then apply the try guys format to uh finding a a specific individual and still things weren't really going so we had kind of well, also i mean we sold the try
1: guide but we, as a right. condition of selling it they wanted us to not make youtube videos anymore.
2: Right.
0: and we were right. like
1: no yeah that's not gonna work for us <laughs> Yeah. Wait.
0: It, it, wait but speak on that a little bit further. You. They didn't want you to make any YouTube videos, or they didn't want to make YouTube videos that were in that format. Yeah. No. Any. Any. Like a lot of. A That's lot of, the kind of.
2: Yeah. They wanted know, to buy us out, and we're like, well, but you're not paying us enough to do that, and yeah. two, like, you're gonna then totally take away our opportunity to advertise the show, yeah, and then three, like. What, you're going to buy six episodes and then cancel it? And now we just can't make the Try Guys anymore? That's crazy. Weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, like traditional TV networks that, when they are signing talent or working with people, they want them to be exclusive to that platform. And it makes sense. Like, you usually, you're not wanting Mm -hmm. someone to appear on a competitor's cable network. But it's like different for us where, you know, it's not just, we're not just a traditional talent, like, oh, going to do. A competitor show. It's like we have this whole like ecosystem of people that like rely. Like, there's going to be millions of people that are going to uh, love keep watching videos and not care about the show at all, and right. that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but like we have to
2: keep making things for them. You're <laughs> telling me that if I make a TV show, I can't keep doing candid competition every three years. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so. We had all but given up this idea of doing a Try Guys TV show. It really wasn't even on our our right. our agenda. And so we did not pitch this show. <laughs> What's incredible is that our buddy, Huey Stonefish, who is in Lou Burger with Keith, was at a Passover dinner. <laughs> and <laughs> I think in New York, I think he was in Syracuse. I could be wrong on this detail. And this was he, pre-pandemic, what, maybe 2018? Our our initial meeting was probably 2018. Okay, so this is 2018. Huey's at Passover dinner. Maybe 2019. He's across the table from this woman, Patty, and they strike up a conversation. What do you do? What do you do? Oh, my friend, I'm in a band with my friend Keith. You may know him from the Try Guys. Oh, Try Guys, I like them. I was actually thinking that they could be... So Patty is an executive food network. And because Mm. of this Passover dinner conversation, (laughs) she's like, you know, I actually think that he would be good for this thing or I don't even know. She just had had us on our mind. And so she got Keith's number. <laughs> they start texting. They take a phone call. And I remember one day, this is back at our old office. Like we're, yeah. in, we're in the rat's nest. And Keith goes, hey, I'm going to go take a call real quick uh, with this Food Network person. We're <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's cool. And, and Keith was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll pitch them. He had this concept cities by sandwiches that he's always wanted to do. Mm. And like we just, it wasn't even, we didn't know what this was. <laughs> but this chance encounter... I'm not gonna bury the lead here. Led to us then making this show. Yeah, she was a fan. She knew about mm-hmm. uh, without a recipe, and she thought, "Can we adapt this?"
1: Half the time, like you think of a pitch meeting as this like really big important thing, and sometimes it is, but uh, oftentimes it's more developing a relationship with an executive yeah. and working together to think to kind of find that idea that's. Meeting everyone's goals, mm-hmm. like for the network, they have certain goals of we're trying to push it in this direction mm-hmm. or this type of content, and for you as a creator, you want to do you know something that's satisfying to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it took, it can take a while. I mean, it, this initial thing was like, okay, maybe we have a couple ideas, and then it's like, okay, maybe we have going to do something similar to without a recipe, and then it kind mm-hmm. of evolved. More, I think,
2: yeah, we we had a general meeting. I remember we went in to their office that's overlooking that that golf course in culver city or century city Mm -hmm. and the first meeting was just kind of throwing ideas around but it became apparent that there was an interest in without a recipe and how do we make it different because there was still this recurring thing of we can't just do the same show because then people can go watch the show that you already have and also we didn't really want to give up the show we already had i think they would have
1: just bought the show yeah. if we had agreed not to make it on YouTube, but we were like, well, we don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we we keep love making the show. The show. So let's think of it like we're going to make a spinoff. So we kind of align on this idea of a spinoff of Without a Recipe, taking some of the DNA of what works, but making it totally different mm-hmm. and also something
2: that might be a little
1: harder to do on YouTube.
2: And there was, a, I mean, through that too, a lot of challenges to make sure that we were, you know, still protecting the audience here on YouTube to make sure that we could continue to do without a recipe because we knew that people love that. We didn't want to replace it to make sure that we could continue to do our videos like normal because we just we wanted this to be additive to the audience to not take away from what we were doing, yeah, um, yeah. so I mean, I think it was maybe eight or nine months before we uh, even then got into a that. pilot. Yeah, I mean, it was always oh, it, it was like two years. <laughs> was it that long? Yeah. I, my memory is so uh, my uh, is so hazy. Yeah, two years are
1: melted. Initial meeting and like signing a deal memo, which is like a agreement yeah, that lets you kind of move forward creatively it was it was over a year for sure and i think it was closer to two honestly one of the time. main
2: reasons i have friends is to to store my memories <laughs> <laughs> i like i'll yeah. meet up with friends from high school and i'm like oh thank god you guys know what the hell i was doing i just have life. little bottles of your
1: wispy uh, <laughs> <laughs> memories like harry potter
2: Zach, take a sniff you were there
1: you were there but yeah it was a it was a complicated negotiation because we have a lot of different stuff that we're doing. It's not like a, you know, it's not like food network discovering a random chef who's mm-hmm. posted one Instagram video and now they can kind of put them into the food network <laughs> or machine. a random
2: chef who has no other media right. aspirations at all. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to make sure that, yeah, a lot of stuff that we could continue to do whatever the hell we want <laughs> basically. <laughs> but they were, so we, we shot a pilot and actually that pilot you can watch right now we we released it on our channel because spoiler alert it did not go to air so they did not buy a season they bought a special which was their way of saying we're going to make a pilot and if it sucks then we did it and we don't need to tell anyone we canceled <laughs> you. We'll, we'll release it as a special it's A special <laughs> uh so it was the, the i don't know if we had the title at the time but basically the idea was to do a the try guys Uh, without a recipe as a travel format so instead of just doing our normal shtick we're going to go around the country we're going to go to kitchens uh, work in the restaurants which is a whole different kit and caboodle
1: food network is very interested in breaking out of the studio which we thought was a cool idea where
2: Mm -hmm. okay yeah let's get out of the studio like go go on an adventure they say a lot of their shows have the same visual language which they do so how do you how do you mix that up um, they were also interested in trying to attract a younger demographic. They were interested in bringing comedy into it. These were all things that really excited us. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. We can do that. We can travel. I love traveling. We can mm-hmm. do some comedy. Um, so the, f- the pilot, original pilot, was a little different. It was two challenges, as is the final show. But in the first challenge, uh, two of us go on, and then whoever is eliminated becomes the sous chef. Uh, If you don't know sous chef, because I didn't, I I don't know anything about cooking, it is the assistant chef.
1: Yeah. And the challenge traditionally and without a recipe, it's to make your own version of a popular thing. Um, In a recipe road trip, it's instead of like a popular thing like bread, it's maybe something a little more specific, like a chef's signature dish. Um, First challenge was still making your own version of it. Second challenge was recreating it Exactly. And we Which tried cool. doing that. <laughs> it was cool, um, but it didn't really work as well. It wasn't like as funny and it was just kind
2: of super technical. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were a couple things about that original pilot that didn't work. I also think that in the first challenge, we, we the food that we chose had too many steps. Mm-hmm. It basically was like three challenges. And we're used to making one meal last 40, 50, sometimes over an hour, mm-hmm. you know on our channel and here we're trying to compress that action into we're trying to do two yeah. two full challenges in a 42 minute episode right. so that's it's an hour-long
1: show so that's like 42 44 minutes mm-hmm. 44 minutes i think yeah so hour-long show 44 minutes two
2: cooking challenges
1: 16 minutes of ads uh, <laughs> and then yeah not just one but two cooking challenges and then you also have the travel portion where you're meeting the chef and like tasting the food and Experiencing talking about the, the city, and some interviews with like people there, they like, oh, I love it. It
2: tastes good. It was and too much. We, lot, you know. It was an overambitious format for the time. And so we learned a lot from that pilot. I mean, if you go to our YouTube channel right now and, and watch our unaired pilot, it's currently like 40 something minutes. I want you to imagine that crammed into half. Yeah, How that, the hell would you do it? That pilot. We extended it to be 45
1: minutes. That was only half of what the pilot was. We completely cut the second half out Yeah, for YouTube. So, yeah, it's very fast-paced
2: in the TV show. And that means we have to pick simpler challenges. So the good news, bad news, or and not even just simpler challenges, is like if we're going to do something like hand pull noodles, maybe the dough's already made. Or maybe we don't focus mm. on... Or maybe, you know, we had like... We were all doing crazy proteins and doing different types of noodles and different types of sauces. It's like, let's focus in on it so that we can know that we're fitting the narrative there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that pilot was great. They loved it.
1: And they did love it. Yeah. And we loved it. It It's good. (laughs) They loved it so much that they greenlit a whole season, which is awesome.
2: But then they didn't love it enough to air it. (laughs) So they, (laughs) well, because we learned from it. So we decided to just, instead of trying to fix that episode, just fucking get rid of it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we actually had to license the footage that we shot
0: and that from like, Food
1: Network because we, at that point, no longer owned it.
0: Yeah. And that never happens, by the way. That's like, I feel like generally the story is like, we made a thing, the company owns it, it's dead, no one can ever see it. Yeah, I yeah, know. No, it
2: was cool that they, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm so, because we wanted to have a piece of, we wanted something to, to push people to the the show and we also were like, hey, well, let's not let this footage just die on the vine. Yeah, so right, I'm glad right. that they let us uh, show it to people. It's a win-win. Gets yeah. people excited about right, the show. Totally. Kind of gets you a little, little taste of the format. <laughs> so at this point, we're two years in. We've made a pilot, but the pilot has been tra- scrapped. Uh, the pilot, by the way, was supposed to go to air. And they said, okay, it's going to go to air, let's say, uh, May. Mm-hmm. Ah, actually, we're going to hold it for July. And maybe can you guys, so we actually we filmed the pickup to mm-hmm. try and fix the pilot so mm-hmm. we filmed even more mm-hmm. and then they're like eh, it's still not working how about august actually you have a full season uh, oh, <laughs> weird. Like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. and then the pandemic happened mm-hmm. so then now we're waiting we're trying to find a window when it's safe i mean we're doing a travel show right. yeah. <laughs> maybe the worst time in history to yeah. decide to do a travel show <laughs> um, but there was also something exciting about it because restaurants are struggling right now mm-hmm. we thought that by doing the show we could kind of uh, help bring attention to really cool restaurants around the country. Um, and so it was just a challenge of finding a window when it felt okay. And we pushed it back a couple times as different surges popped up. And then finally, we found a window where it seemed like things were going to be okay. The numbers were dipping. Let's yeah. get on the road. Yeah. Is it time to finally talk about filming the show? Sure. I yeah. think so. Yeah. So mm-hmm. March
1: we di- 2022. We finally <laughs> filmed <laughs> We were very interested in having our production company produce the show. Mm-hmm. Um, they we hope that that will happen in a future season. It, since we had never made a TV show before, mm-hmm. they wanted a like a production company that they'd worked with before. But then we were able to um, actually have that company then like
2: subcontract some of our employees. So this company beyond produced the show. They are some of the best and I mean they are the best in the biz when it comes to food. I mean they created fucking chopped. They're yeah. they're they are the dudes. They're incredible. Uh we had an incredible showrunner Tim Ferrana who jumped on and I mean even all these things I'm talking about. We have a different production company. We have a showrunner who's not us and so it was really important to us to have someone from our team who spoke our language who mm-hmm. had our dna to have rachel embedded and which was
1: something we learned from squad wars
2: because oh, yes. you,
1: you as talent you're pretty busy and mm-hmm. you're not always looking at it behind the camera mm-hmm. you really you know either need to have a bunch of meetings ahead of time or yeah. you have to have someone that you trust be in the room with the other people that know the other stuff
2: yeah and, and frankly because of the way the show works there's things that as talent we have to stay in the dark about so we don't really want to know what the food is and the steps of making it or else that spoils Mm -hmm. our ability to cook it. So we need someone like Rachel who we're just totally in tune with who can then speak on our behalf. I mean, and by the way, Rachel produces without a recipe. I, I, we at this point Like, it is as much, if not more, her show than ours. Mm -hmm. And then we help with the performance. We do the performance and we help with the edit. Mm -hmm. So it was really incredible to have her. She crushed it. I know that the whole production team loved having her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically at this point, it's, should we do cookies and wedding
1: cakes? And we're like, yep. And then we we get a time for when we should show up. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah.
2: So we're on the road, we're filming. And it was real I, I remember so we started our road trip in Los Angeles and Santa Barbara so not much of a road trip yeah. to begin with mm. Um but I had all this like all these butterflies in my stomach and all this excitement and, and fear of like oh my God after all these years after all these failed attempts all these dreams we're making a TV show huh? and we get on set I'm like oh this is the same thing this,
1: yeah. is, cool. this is nothing the exact same thing It's literally yeah. it basically not feel more familiar pretty similar budget to without a recipe
0: oh that's so funny
1: like a completely like familiar, like, oh, yeah, I just uh, go get myself mic'd up. I'm going to stand behind the counter. I'm going <laughs> to say these things and then I'm around gonna around with some dough and make start some jokes. Trying to cook. Yeah. It was so, it was a really interesting experience because you think that this like dream that you have is something that's like difficult or un- unattainable. So and then you away. kind of finally achieve it and you, it seems like it's like magical or something. But you realize, like, actually, all this work that you were doing all along led you to the position where that was
2: easy. And then it's like even that's not even that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, there was such a comfort in it, to be honest. And it allowed us to just feel so natural. And absolutely, it, it felt like we had been training for this because we had. <laughs> yeah. And so do we realize
1: this- the stuff that you're making on YouTube is basically TV shows all along. So like it's not as. Uh, I don't know it's not, it's not I don't want to say it's not as special but it's definitely it makes the you think there's this big disparity and then you realize there's not
0: well, yeah. I guess when you were going into making the show, what was the reason to do a Food Network show? Mm-hmm. And then now that you're done, do you feel like that reason was satisfied? Like, was it reach? Was it gaining legitimacy? Because we get millions of views on our on our food videos anyway. So like, what is the reason for a YouTube company like ours to do a Food Network show?
2: I think there's a couple reasons to do a show. Doing a Food Network show, I think, allows us a reach to a new audience. Mm-hmm. It allows us this new challenge of showing like, yeah, we can make a show. In fact, we already do make stuff that is of this quality. I think it was a, a way for us to put a feather in our cap and I mean, just, just try something new, really. Mm-hmm. It is a sense of legitimacy, yeah. right? For better or for worse, there is still this gap between digital and traditional. And so we have shows that we want to make. There's things that we want to make that, again, as we said, the economics of YouTube don't really support it. There are formats <laughs> that I'm interested in that You kind of need those TV dollars to do it. Mm -hmm. And by doing a Food Network show, that gives us this like, oh, these guys have made a TV show. They have a track record. I think that will help us continue to grow throughout our career. Yeah.
1: And you kind of now are suddenly added to this roster of Food Network stars. We kind of have (laughs) been joking about it, I think, because we're uncomfortable with the concept. (laughs) Not having trained in professional restaurant kitchens. But you know, Guy Fieri, Bobby Flay, he Giada calls us, Lorientis. Uh, <laughs>
2: food performers—which I think is much I, that
1: I can get with. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that can unlock all sorts of things for your career.
0: And what are those things that you have now that you've done this show? I guess like I'm. Well, curious. we haven't. It, nothing. Well, it, hasn't released, it, it only or? released last night, Miles. We'll find out. Well, I guess so. Yeah.
2: As of recording this, I don't even. It may have fucking bombed, bro. Yeah, let's
0: to check the reviews. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I made a cookbook. That's right. You know, Keith has a line
0: of hot sauces. That's right. I have. Oh no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you have a big moment like this, where like I feel like I, I guess we, you've you've obviously had a so, so, like, this. like this. You've had so many of these in the last several years. But when you have a big thing where it's like, all right, our Food Network shows out. Um, do you allow yourself to enjoy that moment? You have them so frequently, so I would imagine that it's like. Fleeting, the joy that you get out of a big win. Oh, yeah. But... When, oh, you're
2: asking the real questions, Miles. Like,
0: because look, you released a cookbook. You guys went on tour. You have yep. a Food Network show. We won Webbies, We did all this stuff. When you get an experience like this, do you allow yourself to enjoy it? Or like, how fleeting is that moment? Are you even excited about it now that it's coming out tonight? Because you guys are such crazy successes that you get this stuff all the time. I
2: fucking love you. Does it feel good
0: anymore? And I'm looking at Ned. I'm
2: (laughs) I'm looking at the machinations. I'm like, he's like, how real am I going to (laughs) get? Well, first of
1: all, it didn't come out last night. We're recording this a week in advance. (laughs) Yeah, So no, it's not top of my mind yet. Uh I haven't been able to see myself on TV yet. I haven't
2: been able to see (laughs) any of the ads for it, but I think, yeah, Here's a real thing. We're next week. We're not even we're going to be when this premieres, we're going to be in New York. Mm. So we will be staying in a hotel room, which means we will have cable. And <laughs> I, yes, I have not seen the commercial on a real TV yet. And yeah. that's, I think, when I'm going to get excited. Yeah, that's
1: going to feel cool. Because yeah. like we grew up watching TV all the time. We see commercials all the time. <laughs> You're like, right wow that's cool we have our own tv apparently show.
2: we're running on cnn a lot of my mom's friends have seen really oh, yeah that's cool so it's the oh the, yeah
1: i guess it's discovery is the parent uh-huh. company
2: the margo crowd is where we're you know you ask why you do it we're getting the margo <laughs> yeah that's right um yeah <laughs> it's i so to answer your question of do i feel anything anymore <laughs> um <laughs> it's something that i'm working on because yeah. the answer is typically no i i uh mm-hmm. I'm working on that with my therapist because I definitely like there's something the way that the internet works. It's like, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. And so it makes it hard to feel the wins when you're in it. And even now it's like, well, I made the show. What? Like months ago. Um, What's next? Yeah. I was proud on the day we wrapped. Yeah. Filming of the show.
1: Right. We had a little pizza party. I was I was proud of what we'd done. Mm -hmm. and I was proud on on set the first day. Right? It's all happening. 100%. And throughout. Um, And I, I think if we are able to have like a little viewing party, I'll, I'll be able to. You'll feel f- it. Yeah. Take a moment.
2: But right. as it is, we're like in New York, you know, filming other videos. And I don't want to say where we're. Well, actually, this was yesterday. So we're going to be, we're filming a Broadway video. So we're going <laughs> to literally be in a Broadway theater theater where you can't have your phone like we're going to be shut off from the world doing filming another thing engaging another media while this happened so it's just it's like it's pretty funny i Mm. I had this moment where this was months ago where i like i told my therapist where i was like i just i haven't like made anything that like fucking matters lately Uh and she goes didn't you make like a super impactful? You told me you made this like super impactful disability documentary piece like two weeks ago. It was literally two (laughs) weeks and I'm like, oh yeah
0: that was yeah. only two
2: weeks ago wasn't it yeah I'm really proud of that and yeah. so she's like you dump it make a vision board so what she made me do is like to make a board where whenever I like don't remember I can like literally like because my brain is so dumb I need to literally look at the things I've done to be like oh yeah I'm proud of myself Oh, yeah, that's uh, nice. yeah well yeah. is it <laughs> I don't
0: know so, I
2: think that's cool yeah vision yeah. boards the the thing is cool the fact that I need it is uh, telling
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's understandable I mean I do the same thing yeah, yeah. it's and just it's I very
2: think, easy to forget, and that's something that, whatever. But it's okay, so the we,
1: pandemic. Time goes by a lot faster mm-hmm. in weird way. It both goes by slower and faster. You can think back, like, oh, I haven't even done a single thing this year because you just have, you're trapped in routines, and you realize, like, oh, wait, I did. Uh, I guess I made a TV show this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I guess I made a cookbook.
2: But also, oh yeah, I guess I created two human lives. <laughs> uh, well, no, I know
1: I did that. <laughs> yeah, most that of reminded. my days, most of my days is that. Um, there's an interesting thing also with like the the promotional treadmill. Oh yeah, where you do a thing, and then I couldn't totally enjoy the like cookbook launch because it's like there's a whole bunch of mm. interviews and press events and cooking demos and like this, this, this and right signing come a pusher, right? It's right. Like, You're just sort of just focused on the week
0: that it comes out of all this like promotional and PR stuff. Well, I think that you put it, uh, it made a lot of sense to me when you just said like, well, if we have like a viewing party with the office where it's like yeah. those 20 people in a way that matters more than like the millions of people yeah, that are seeing sure. it across the world. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's like seeing a real human face, like watch something you made is really important. Yeah, yeah,
1: 100%. And you can stop to actually watch it. Yeah, right. right. Not just be talking about it like this very podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so to go back, I mean, we'll kind of speed run the process of filming because mm. as we said, it was strikingly familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was fun about it is that we were traveling the country. We were in Atlanta, in Nashville, in Charleston. And so we were getting to hang out in these cities where we'd never been before. I guess
1: people should know that it's, two cooking challenges uh right. for each city so we filmed in two different kitchens two different restaurants in each and not city and
2: the cuisine that you would expect in each place too mm-hmm. which was really fun mm-hmm. like we did Indian food in Nashville
1: right um it honestly after like going on that really fun tour in 2019 and then not like seeing as much of each other um it was really fun to just be on the road with 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 you and the other guys
2: oh yeah i mean i just was like a bonding experience. I think it was the most fun that we had as friends Mm -hmm. in years. I mean, to be totally frank, like during the pandemic, we were forced to exclusively be friends. Right. And we were like, I think we all got to a point where like, who? What other friends do I have? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Who else can I hang out with? And then we had this like road road trip, and we're mm-hmm. like, oh wait, I do love you guys. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were driving in between each city, so I mean, ah, oh, God, I wish we had just GoPro set up of like our <laughs> delirious ramblings in between cities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Eugene especially gets very loopy in car rides and, <laughs> in a way that is so funny in a way that I'll never be able to explain. He yeah. goes, like creates full characters mm-hmm. and is the talking to himself
1: voices and impressions. And yeah, then we'll all do like a basically a 45 minute long improv scene. <laughs>
2: <But> like <laughs> based on the dumbest premise possible. Yeah. Um, and it's you know when you're doing a dumb improv the more you just mm. buy into the dumb concept <laughs> the funnier it ultimately becomes. Yeah. Um. So I mean that was just a freaking blast. I don't
1: know part of making a tv show is the economics change and you are able to do things that like we spent two days filming we spent three days filming each episode mm-hmm. and then there's travel days on either side like that's that's kind of nuts for we couldn't support that doing youtube videos right you know arguably maybe wasn't it was a lot of time anyways we're but. gonna
2: have to tighten it up if we do a season two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs>
1: But I guess that was that was part of the fun is because like we probably would not have done that concept mm-hmm. um, just online because of needing to, you know, we it's this is we, we spent a month making five episodes mm-hmm. and on YouTube we make a, a hundred a, a year.
2: <laughs> it uh, I, what really shocked me. I, so we all come from different backgrounds. Ned and Keith are performers. They're also different things. Eugene and I are behind the camera. We're also different things. But that's kind of the core of our interests. And so for me, I've always derived pleasure from the creation, not necessarily the performance. I didn't think that I was ever going to be happy being quote unquote talent. And that's really what we were. I mean, we we pre-produced it, we had Rachel to make sure that the Try Guys had a voice in it. But me, Zach Kornfeld, you, Ned Fulmer, like mm-hmm. our job was talent. We weren't mm-hmm. supposed to think about how it was being shot. We weren't supposed to be thinking about how it was produced once we got on set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you' fun. It was <laughs> fun. like
1: you, you don't really want to. I mean maybe no. some some people do maybe if it's a special scripted thing, you might have a like writer, director, mm-hmm. like actor type yeah. of situation. Um I I personally that's that's too many too many balls in the air for me. I like right. to to really when I'm on in front of camera just really focus on performing as best i can uh and trust that the people that we're working with have it lit correctly or have <laughs> right. it framed correctly
2: and we're doing that more and more on the channel as well like without a recipe we're able to, at this point to just be talent but mm-hmm. it, it was really fun and it also taught me it showed me like oh wow we are again you talk about that preparation we're very good at what we do at this point because we're we've been training on it and so we were able to just plug in as talent really focus on that it was really rewarding in a way that i personally didn't expect that it would be and it showed me you know hey if this whole thing burns down sure i can <laughs> post, <laughs> host some shows on a or whatever that sounds, that sounds pretty fun um yeah so we shot the show it was great and now is time for the edit mm-hmm. and the edit was super interesting because we were trying to navigate What we do, and I mean, look, if you ask me, I think a huge part of what makes the Try Guys as a whole work is our edit. It is the way that we cut. It's the way that we construct jokes via contrast. Mm -hmm. The entire Without a Recipe format is a format of editing. It Mm -hmm. is, now, when you're cooking, you don't want to do this thing. Cut to us doing that thing. We are creating comedy through the montage effect. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we are... We have interest in creating comedy shows. Food Network has their own interest. They want to create food shows for their food audience. Now, they also want to attract a new audience. They want to attract a comedy audience. So how do you take both of these things and compromise them in the same package? How do you teach a new production company (laughs) how to edit the way that we like but still make it not alienating Mm -hmm. to... Uh, the Food Network audience. Food I mean, Network audience you not want yeah,
1: like, I don't know. Maybe you're like cutting it too quickly because you're trying to Which we do. cut it like YouTube <laughs> or you're making it too like wacky or silly. Which we do. Right. And if everyone that loves Food Network and watches it every day is used to a certain thing that's more like Chopped, it's going to be like, oh, what is this? I don't like it. So it's kind of finding that balance between doing something innovative and yeah. original And also like familiar enough that people are like, oh, not only do I like this because it is similar to the things I like, but it's feels fresh and new and funny.
2: I'm oversimplifying, but I think that without a recipe is a comedy show that uses food. Mm -hmm. And I think that the No Recipe Road Trip is a food show that uses comedy. And that was the balance that we had to find over time. Mm -hmm. If it were up to me and I was left to my own devices, this show would be, the the food network show would be a whole lot wackier it would be i would have you know stupid editing and we would have you know crossfades and zany <laughs> little moments and honestly maybe even sometimes you don't even know what i'm putting in my dish because <laughs> it's all a vehicle for jokes but food network very aptly said hey our audience expects a certain thing they're coming here to learn they there's something right. like they need one teachable moment per commercial block yeah which was really interesting there there was one thing in the pilot where we we debated over they wanted to hear every single ingredient that was going into my dish and they wanted to hear me read it out loud and i'm like well that's just a waste of time yeah that's like let's get to the jokes (laughs) and so it was a way of when they're like yeah no but our audience is actually they want to know what's going in the dish you know traditionally in our format we are the idiots and we have an expert to be the expert here we had to Kind of compromise both where we were, were certainly not experts, but we needed to put a little bit more of that cooking expertise into the action, which I think you see reflected in the show. And trying to find a balance of making the jokes like almost food related, if right. that makes sense. Like jokes for jokes' sake yeah. are things that they weren't as comfortable with. Really? Um, Because well, to-
1: it just takes away from the process like the action of what mm, you're doing like right. the cooking but for and instance oftentimes you don't have time for it if mm-hmm. this if it's 45 minutes split into two right. cooking sections
2: but for instance in our in our you know yeah. unaired now aired pilot there's this moment where like i Wiggle out dough and accidentally almost bang bang and I looked at the camera and they like they were like That's the moment. We love that like mm-hmm. they wanted those moments where we kind of stumbled into success or failure And it was like, oh, that's funny cooking. They wanted funny cooking <laughs> as opposed to funny and cooking. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> if that makes it like so without a recipe we have like these full tangents where. It could be completely unrelated to the cooking. Yeah, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. fun. And I think that that is part of what makes that show great. It's it's Hangout. It is, you know, injecting comedy. It's highly stylized. Mm-hmm. And so, as again, as you'll see, this show is different. It had to be different. Yeah, because um, people and, and it are
1: saying, Oh, I come here because I love Food Network. On our YouTube channel, people come here saying, Oh, I come here because I like Try Guys. Right.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. They'll yeah.
1: put up with, Something that's completely unrelated to baking cookies because they, uh, you know,
2: enjoy watching us. And it's funny. (laughs) One thing that is really cool is we got to have, uh, just as we had Rachel embedded in the production team, we got to embed YB in the post-production team. Mm -hmm. And so YB got to edit, I believe, episode four Mm -hmm. of the series. And Mm -hmm. in my opinion, the best one. (laughs) Uh, I mean, she really crushed it. And it was really cool to see like our team you know, we've always said our team can make TV and here it was. Mm-hmm. Yv got put on their post-production team. She had to learn Avid, which if you know anything about editing, it's a different thing. Avid oh, wow. is a an editing system where you don't even use a mouse. It's just keyboards. It's different keystrokes. It's like it's an intense <laughs> editing rig that, in my opinion, is also a little archaic and I prefer Premiere, yeah. but, you know, it's also it's a professional thing, whatever. She crushed it and it's really awesome to
0: see. We're super proud of her. I didn't know she had to learn Avid. That's yeah, so cool. That's
2: intense yeah. to be like, hey, here's your first TV show. Also, learn a new editing system. Yeah, Go. Man.
0: Wow. That's ro- that rocks.
2: Yeah. She maybe had like used it a couple times in college, but like, it's, yeah. it's night and day. Yeah. When you get so familiar with your keyboard shortcuts, yeah.
1: learning it differently, like it slows you down a little bit. You're still doing the same thing, but you, the buttons are different right <laughs> in different places. Uh,
0: what are some moments that were cut from the show that you guys loved that was hard to see go? That's a great question.
2: I, I gave a lot of notes on trying to teach their team our sense of comedy and our sense of rhythm and our, our sense of humor, because we had so I mean, we brought in some great comedy editors, but we also had some food editors and food editing, comedy editing totally different things. Mm -hmm. And so it was really important to me, even though we were doing a food show, it had a different, you know, as we've talked about all of these differences and here are the reasons why I wanted it to be something that I was comedically proud of. And I was like, this needs to at least pass my threshold of funny. (laughs) In the moments that are going to be funny, it's got to be Zach funny. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, we didn't get the zany, wacky editing and the stylization that I, again, like I understand why we don't have it, but that I, if left to my own devices, I would have put in. But I at least made sure that I was working with the team to figure out a tone of comedy that, again, I think Hope feels different from what other stuff you see on Food Network.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's part of the challenge of making a a show like that. But I think that's also how it can be rewarding. You know, you're you're working with other people. Mm -hmm. The network's paying for it, so they kind of have the ultimate say, but they also want you know, you to be like happy and be mm-hmm. making something that is in your vision and voice because that's why they're paying in the first place is to make mm-hmm. something in your voice. Um, so it's kind of a collaboration. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is, we're, which we're is making cool.
2: their show and bringing our experience and our taste to help make their show the best possible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the thing that was cut out that I thought of was we tried to make every episode end with a funny sign off that was. <laughs> toot, hoot, uh, toot, toot, honk, honk, um, and <laughs> to it explain was, that a little it bit. It was cut. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, well, you can't driving. imagine why that was cut. Well, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like when uh, you have something, sometimes genius isn't yeah. always...
2: Um, yeah. If you, you stare right at it.
0: the art, it's too bright.
2: Right. We did a lot of zany, wacky bullshit, and they were like, yeah, okay, we'll just snip, snip around that." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, also, if you watch Food Network, I think their shows are meant to like... Flow into one another yeah and so anything that is too too jar like i feel like our show if you look at it like if you think of it as like tempos like drumming Mm. it's uh, the map is all over the place i'm I'm mixing metaphors here but it's like a seismograph going like um how's that sound for you really good i i think i when i talk to writers, i think about drumming Mm -hmm. when we're talking about tempo so it's "Da, da 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 pa pa you know you're creating Mm -hmm. mixing different rhythms so you go really fast you find a moment of pause and now because you've mixed that rhythm you know fast 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 Mm -hmm. and slow that slow moment's going to be funnier Mm -hmm. am i just like talking in alien language no that makes complete sense yeah so i i really think about percussion a lot when i when we edit and i think that what food network for a while you had
1: a bad habit of snapping at editors
2: yeah i literally like (laughs) I'll like, be like yeah, yeah. I, I go like yes. cut
1: like cut. like snap in their ear and tap the <laughs> desk and <laughs> realize like oh so maybe people crazy. don't want yes. their but boss <laughs> over their shoulder doing that. Let uh, me drum. Let me drum it for you. Let me yeah. drum it for yeah. you. No, I'd
2: be watching with it. I'd be like there and because like I just like I, yeah. I feel it as like musically yeah. and as Ned <laughs> said, I was like, oh, this is expressing in a way that is so <laughs> yeah. so irritating, but like I just I can't verbalize it. It's just like a Yeah.
0: Bleh. Uh,
2: <laughs> I <illicate>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys, I love the cut, but I think what we're looking for is more of a da-da-da-da-da. yeah really really great note to get yeah um, really I'm good. a good boss so um <laughs> but what i I think that food network and the way that their shows go is is a much more steady rhythm throughout.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: And you can watch the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. I mean,
2: diners, drive-ins, and drives. Like, it is a perfect show, and it is a perfect show that just like it's like the ultimate once you pop the fun don't stop you yeah. mm. don't even know where episodes begin and end yeah. they fit three restaurants in a 22 minute episode it's that's just crazy. like fucking like you just we're here and now we're here and now we're here and
1: now we're here and you <laughs> it's just, just kind of incredible and, that and, and
2: that's and not what that. we do we do stuff mm. that we do it different yeah. so it's in that sense it also was a great learning um
1: and i think the show will feel a little bit uh, I think it'll satisfy that like bingeable quality because it is two restaurants in right. uh, one episode where, you know, you can go to the first one, then go to the second one. And there's like a, a grand champion that gets crowned. I think we should mention it. it's four people competing right. in the first half and then the two top places going head to head in the
2: second half while the other two. Our comedic relief. And whoever wins the final episode has a chance to get their recipe featured on the final menu. Yeah. So at the end, we have this fun moment where we open a menu and it's Did your recipe make the menu? <gasps> and I will say that some of our recipes did make the menu. Yeah. So if these restaurants hold true to mm-hmm. their word, game on, motherfucker, I'm, po- I'm calling you out. Yep. Yep. Uh, they will have, like, as a limited time, our recipes available at their restaurants across the country yeah
1: i wonder if anyone's coordinating that
2: i doubt it (laughs) (laughs) that'd be cool (laughs) that'd be cool that's on them um so that is in a nutshell the process of making a television show it is long Mm. it is full of compromises it's full of learning Mm. and it's at the end of the day you make something uh that is like the sum of all of its parts it's not what we would have made without them. And I think that that's honestly kind of exciting. Yeah, It is a totally unique prospect. I I hope you guys enjoy it. I think some of you will enjoy it more. Some of you will enjoy it less. That's fine. We can handle it. And the good news is that the stuff that you love that inspired it ain't going anywhere. We have uh, Without a Recipe season coming. So we hope... Still making as many videos on the channel. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know. So we really hope that this is additive to your Try Guys experience. And we sure learned a heck of a lot doing it and hopefully it allows us to make more of this show more of other shows more shows on our channel um you know we really hope it just supercharges everything
1: it's called no recipe road trip with the try guys on food network and discovery plus wednesdays at ten nine central
2: and to answer the question before you ask no it will never be on YouTube. Yeah, we, it's not our that. Joe. We don't own it. So. We don't own it. Although
1: we were able to, as I said, license the One. unaired pilot, <laughs> the single unaired pilot, um, which is pretty cool. So you can check that out to give yourself a taste.
0: Hey, everybody, if you're out there, I want you to just grab somebody and kiss them on the lips. And if you're in your car, turn that turn signal on and merge left. Merge left. Merge left. There's no road over there, Miles. Oh, no. The Ah! car is crashing. Merge left. Merge left. Merge
2: left.
0: What's up, everybody? How's it going? You
2: see, this guy gets a TV show and he
0: thinks he's too good for well, advice. He gets a TV show. House. Yeah, he leaves during the advice. I'll say you hate to see it. Yeah, really hate to see that. I have a little piece of advice for you. If you want your life to be good, I do. But if you want your life to be bad, I don't then fucking mute the shit and merge left merge left. Everybody. I have a little thing that's going to make your life full of joy and life. Okay rot row. I don't feel anything, Miles. Scrowlander <laughs> update. What you're going to want to do is take a little teapot, short and stout. Yeah. Here is the handle. Here is my mouth. Pour it in my mouth, and I'm going to get wet. Sopping wet. Soaky wet. Slippery, dippery down in the dungeon. Everybody knows that I'm going to get running. I'm
2: a motherfucking monster. Get a plant out. I'm failing to see the
0: connection. Get a planta. Now, which one? Watering. It's not spawn, but I use planta. Planta? It's an app that tells you when to water your planties. I
2: love this. I'm
0: downloading it right and the fuck I have now. I've killed fucking millions of plants. Uh, and I'm here to say that if you get a planta, It's going to be like, hey, water your fucking pothos here. Hey, by the way, that plant's poisonous to your dog. Hey, time to change the soil. So all that stuff's going to be helpful for you to do. And I think that plants make a house better. And you may be thinking, well, I'm never going to pay attention to when my plants need to get wawa'd. Now's the time that you need to plant the attention to get the wawa.
2: Now, tell me, can you like combine it with me and Maggie? so that like me and maggie so oh. that like because i want to know like cross it off my list where like we don't double water that's interesting because that's always the thing i don't water stuff because i'm like fuck it she already watered it i don't know i, fucking, I don't want
0: i fucking bet you can i, I don't know so. if that's for sure but i bet you can't
2: be, and if not i see an opportunity
0: in the marketplace that's right plant a fucking release your co-op package
2: i thought you were going to say the plant apps where you i think there's one called picture this or something like that and you Identify. just take a photo of a plant and it tells you what it is. And I yeah. love that. I, will, yeah. I love walking around the neighborhood and just snapping the little pics yeah. of the plant. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah, there was a really pretty one and it had a pretty name and I forget what it was. Oh it was Latanya yeah <laughs> uh, Latanya the plant there's a plant called it's a flower latania yeah. i was like ooh, Latanya. no themselves. that's really
0: nice how nice um but yeah get a plant top. i have to poop so bad go 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 no i'll close the episode out no hey everybody thanks so much for listening it's been fucking awesome having you here and i just want to say go out of there and have a
2: great day thanks for listening to another episode of the tripod guys we are uh we're stoked about the show we're we're stoked but really we're just stoked to have you we're stoked
0: <laughs> we're fucking stoked
2: <laughs> i'm falling apart here at the end i uh look i mean we hope you like it if you don't my feelings will, will they'll they'll be hurt they will yeah but you know no but it's I, good i tried
0: the show's good i haven't seen it but it, <laughs> i would imagine i would imagine it's good
2: it is good i mean i it's great yeah yeah. Okay, do the subscribe, do all this stuff. We love you. Miles, here's with the tripod theme song. Stay beautiful. Stay
0: beautiful. I'm Ned. Here's with the official tripod theme song, Miles. Yeah. What you're going to want to do is watch Food Network. It's the tripod. And then there was just me all alone in the podcast studio, just how I started. Start every morning alone in here with my thoughts, thinking, wow the silence gets to me sometimes but then i realize it's just me and the microphones and the cables good night everybody